Welcome to Fearlessly Made You. I am your host, Christy Tobias. Joining me today are guests just striving to dominate in their personal and professional lives while answering the question, what does it mean to be fearlessly made? Welcome back to Fearlessly Made You. On this episode of Fearlessly Made You, as always, y'all always know I love bringing my friends on, but I have the honor of bringing on someone who's very special to me. But before we dive into that, I want to first remind you guys of the whole premise of Fearlessly Made You. Fearlessly Made You is a spinoff of my book, also titled Fearlessly Made You, and it's the conversation around my journey with post-traumatic stress disorder. Fearlessly Made You, the show, is about taking that conversation to my friends, to people I admire, and to people who inspire me to learn about their stories around trauma, around uncomfortable moments, around you know the messiness of life, because I think we all have an opportunity to share our stories, to really own our journey. You know, when I think about the word fearless, it's not being without fear, it's just not letting that fear own you, and that really is the focus of Fearlessly Made You. I love the partnerships and the relationships I have that I'm able to bring onto this show, but one of my favorite partnerships, as y'all always know, is my partnership with Dillard's, who is my style partner. So all the fabulous outfits you see, the fearless ensembles are all from Dillard's. And so I love that not only do I get to partner with them to look so fabulous, but they also do such fantastic work in the community and have actually brought people onto Fearlessly Made You so we could learn about their journeys as well. But I am not going to delay us anymore. We have a great, great episode here. My wonderful, beautiful, gorgeous friend, Mia Brinson, is on. Mia is a, we actually met um, from our corporate jobs with Huron Consulting Group. Both of us are consultants. We're directors with Huron Consulting Group. But she's also a performance coach, which honestly, like, Mia inspires me every day. The first time that we met, we actually were at a conference together, and one of our friends actually was like, the two of y'all need to connect and engage. And it was funny because it was like a mentorship relationship where really we were mentoring each other, learning from each other, guiding each other, um, and just building what is a friendship. And now we live right around the corner from each other. So, But she is currently in Atlanta where you guys all know I moved. I'm in Pensacola, Florida, so it's so funny that we're not sitting here together. Uh, but again, without further ado, I want to introduce y'all, my fearlessly major you crew to Mia Brinson. Mia, welcome to Fearlessly Made You. Hello, everyone. I'm so glad to be here and so happy for this conversation today, Christy. Girl, I I mean, honestly, we just been having this conversation. Like we just, we're now, we're just bringing it to the show, which I love. And so I think that's the cool thing about having your own show. You bring whoever you want on. And so <laughs> Mia, right. though, is truly an inspiration to me. Um, she has such an interesting journey. And so I'm not going to talk about her journey. Mia, I would love maybe just to start with people getting to know a little bit about you, your background, um, and how you've gotten to this point in your life. Yeah, I um, have been thinking about um, just my background and my journey. It has a lot to do with me being a first-generation um, college graduate. For me, that has really marked my life in a lot of ways because I come from a home that, you know, no one went to college. No one knew what to do, you know, when getting to college or having the corporate job. And so for me, it's, um, you know, I grew up in Naples, Florida. Shout out to Florida. Shout out um, Florida because we here right now. Not Naples, but we in the Florida. <laughs> uh, South Florida in the house. So, yeah, I grew up in Florida. I have three older brothers. Um, and so my mom raised us. Um, my dad had us every other weekend. So grew up in that environment. 
And then, you know, always was a higher achiever, always wanted to, you know, please my mom and get the uh, get the awards and, you know, go for it. So I've always been that person. And it's just translated in so many ways in my life and only matured. And so when I went for, you know, my college degree, um, then I went for my master's and then, you know, got the corporate job, thought the corporate job would be like everything I imagined. I would just climb up the corporate ladder and everything would be amazing. I would work hard and they would notice my work. And that was very, very false. Yes. (laughs) and not my reality at all. Um, and so I had to reach out and create different mentorships and partnerships to understand like the secret tunnels and the ways um, and how to navigate corporate America. And so I know we were going to talk about this, but, you know, that's really what brought me to my business um, yeah. of being a performance coach, because I want to be able to give that to someone else. You know, the things that we didn't know, the 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 partnerships, the mentorships, the stakeholders, the having the how important those relationships were. I really did not understand that. You know, um, Christy, you know me. I thought I'm very much an introvert. Yep. And, and I'm not the socialite, you know, and so I would keep to myself a lot. And again, thinking that my hard work, my excellence was going to speak on my behalf. But what I realized was that it's really the relationships and the networking um, that really creates an environment for you to thrive and succeed in corporate America. Girl, yes. And it's interesting because that relationship, you know, that Mia and I have, was really, it did stem from exactly that, the networking. So we have a colleague who I adore. His name is Craig. And Craig, if you're watching, because Craig is actually probably like a couple miles away from me because he lives in Pensacola. Um, So, (laughs) but um, Craig, one of the things that's really cool about him is when he sees an opportunity in someone, he is going to try and pull it out. He is truly an advocate and an ally, um, especially of black women. He always has been. Um, and he always has been. I say that because I've had the opportunity to work with him since I started, you know, within our corporate company. Um, and he saw such light and power in Mia um, and saw the ability for the two of us to really sync up and, and build each other up in exactly what Mia said. Like, it's hard. It's hard being in a company, period. So we're not saying anything negative about Huron. Love Huron. Huron has been a value add for everything that we do. But any company where you are not the, uh, or where you are the only, I should say, you know, there are very few black women in corporate consulting, period. Um, and especially in healthcare corporate consulting. And so having those relationships, having the people like Craig, that ally and advocate advocate for your voice to be heard is so important. So that networking, that professional development, that relationship building um, is hard. And you've got to have those people connected to you. Yes. And let me give the story behind that, because Craig was actually um, facilitating a conversation that I was a part of. Love it. And I was letting him know how I had received feedback that I like chuckled in a meeting and how it was inappropriate. And I was just so confused by that, right? You know, being, um, you know, and I was getting feedback on my executive presence because I chuckled in a meeting. And he goes, hmm, have have you met Christy Tobias? (laughs) She's so magnetic. She's so awesome and amazing. And I just feel like you all have a lot in common. 
And again, you know, seeing the light in you and seeing the light in me and saying these two forces need to connect. So, yes, that's the story behind why that we should be. It's so interesting because he, he was so funny because he, he gave me, he didn't give me that specific, but he gave me the, there's some things that have happened. And so I think there's a good opportunity for, for you to help support Mia, like seeing her own presence, um, which I think is so important too, though, because we have had those people. So like I had Jackie Gaines who, um, took me under her wing when I first started our corporate job uh, back in 2014. And she and I had come from, you know, working in healthcare for, you know, 10 years at that point. And she took me under her wing and said, you know, I've been here. She'd been a former CEO, CNO, done all of it. And she's like, let me help make sure that you are seen, basically, which I think is so important. And I think it's so much part of our journey and it, it connects to, to your work in performance coaching is, it's what you're taught, like from what you said, you know, it's that work hard, you'll be seen, that visibility will come. And then when things don't go that way, it's easy to get into the like, oh, this is not fair. No one, and it's, some of it isn't. Like, let's just be real honest. Some of it isn't. But then it's the like, okay, well, what are you going to do about it? How are you going to make sure you're seen? How are you going to make sure your voice is heard? And I think that's where that performance coaching comes in too, uplifting people so that they understand, like, first of all, you can't do this journey alone. Second Mm -hmm. of all, like, what does it mean for you to do this journey in a way that builds your voice, that builds your visibility? And so I'm interested for you too, because I think, and I I know that our Fearlessly Made You crew will really love this, you know, talk to us a little bit about, you know, like you said, your first generation, you're now identifying, like, I have to shift a little bit of the way that I thought I was going to be successful or, you know, become successful. And now I'm also starting to think about, you know, building those relationships, building those mentorships, but now where does the performance coaching come in for you? How did you kind of start delving into that? Yeah, I use this motto that I want to be the solution that I needed along the way. Mm. And the reason that it just became so clear for me and continues to be clear for me is because there are just really things that you're not taught in school that are not at the discussion, not at the tables that we're sitting at at home, um, around the dinner table or within our families. Um, And so I just felt like there's this gap and there's this need to give back to a community who is getting more and more educated, um, you know, and getting these corporate jobs and or in spaces where they feel like, I think I want more. I think I deserve more. And mm-hmm. I'm just not sure how to get it. Yeah. And being able to help people, A, like you said, believe in themselves, see themselves, see their value, and be able to create a role that really fits, whether it's in corporate America or not, but really fits and aligns with what they feel like they are put on this earth to do. So it just became, it's something that is near and dear to my heart. And it's one of those things that I'm sure you can relate to that just tugs on your heart Yes, on giving back and being that light for someone else. I love that because it really is, um, and it, it brings emotion. You know, I've been telling my fearlessly made you girls like, the, I'm allowing myself to feel emotion, um, but it brings that emotion of of finding yourself in a space where you don't know how to move forward, and having that partner come to you and say, "Let me help build your pathway," because there's in general in life there can be toxicity in any environment. 
and what that can look like. And so as you're trying to think about like, what is that? Well, anywhere you're at, whether it's in your home life, whether it's in your business life or whatever it is, it's the ability for something or someone to tell you no or to block your path because they don't believe in you or they see you as a threat or whatever it is. And that happens more often than we realize. And sometimes it happens in very, very secretive and subtle ways. And it can be really painful, especially when you don't have the support or backing of someone telling you, you are worth it, you are valued. It's that kind of imposter syndrome dialogue that happens in all of our head and someone just putting that on max volume. And so it's the not allowing people to do that. It's the not allowing someone else to impact your journey, but instead allowing those value add conversations into your life. So I think we open the door for the negative and we shut the door or get suspicious of the support. And so I think that performance coaching like breaks open, like kicks down that door for you to say, cool, cool. We're not going to do that. We're going to focus on what you can do. So where for you, like, have you found, like, I know we've had our beautiful relationship. Have you also found like other people who've been able to kind of help kick down that door for you too? Oh yeah. Um, and I have it in a lot of different facets of my life. So what I always tell people is you probably need more than one. It takes a village. Okay? Yes, so right girl. Now, to maintain. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, and yes. So I have several. Um, and like you, Christy, I've built a community of individuals that I trust mm-hmm. to not just say yes. Yes. Right? Not to just say you're amazing. Everyone else is crazy. I don't need that. Right. Yeah. I need someone to say, you know, have you considered this? Mm-hmm. Um, someone who's a little bit wiser, someone who's two steps, um, you know, further than I am. Someone who is walking down the path, you know, that I possibly want to go down in, in or explore. So I have so many different facets of individuals who don't look like me necessarily, who don't necessarily have my background or my experiences, but they're in places or they've seen successes that um, that I also want to experience. So I have it, you know, I'm really big into fitness. So I have it, you know, in, in that lifestyle, in the physical realm. And then I have, you know, spiritually, and then I have several um, when it comes to business and when it comes to um, just corporate. Yeah. And so, yeah. I love that. It does take a village and it has to. And I think sometimes we get into this place, okay, well, I've got this mentor. What are they mentoring you on? Like that intentionality and like, I know I want to, like you said, grow it in my fitness world. Okay. How are you getting there? Who do you see that's like emulating where you want to go? And it's not saying that you are on their same journey, but it is saying there is a journey. So someone has started carving a pathway. Don't feel like you have to do this in a silo or alone. You know, reach out to those who can help support you. And I think it it can be hard. um, And I say this for most people, but I think especially in our black community to reach out to people um, and to get that support. And so I think there's something so powerful about being able to do that. Did you find that it was hard to do that first reach out to kind of find that support you needed? Yeah, you know why? I think it's a part of imposter syndrome to feel like if you say I need help mm-hmm. or I don't know everything, then therefore I, I'm done. Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh my God, all the way down to the bottom. And it's like, but you realize when you look around that everyone else has partnerships, that everyone else has, you know, someone helping them along or having conversations at the table about them and advocating for them. 
And so what I realized was um, that I couldn't do it alone. Yeah. Right. And that it's okay. Yep. I think I had to sit in it because I thought I had to know everything. You know, especially, you know, my degree is engineering, so industrial engineering. And when you're in school, you're taking tests by yourself. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and, and you're you, you're brought up thinking that I have to know this answer. They ask me this question. I have to know this answer by myself. No resources, you know, no Googles, you know, no asking someone else, phone a friend. You have to know by yourself. So I think we're like trained in that mentality yeah. a lot. Um, and so when you get into corporate spaces or you get into hard spaces in life mm-hmm. um and you realize i'm in a place in life that no one else in my family has been in yeah and typically people use those as their support systems right but you know everyone that i know are not having the same financial um their financial setup is very different than mine right yes right? yep have student loans. They never have student loans. You know, how do I, what do I do with that? You know, um, I have money left over at the end of the month. Don't tell anyone. (laughs) But what do I do with that? Yeah. And so it's like, how do I navigate this if I don't ask for help? Yeah. Google only takes you so far. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) It will only take you so far. It's so true. So I'm like, I need someone I connect to human to human, voice to voice, that can say, this is where you are specifically, and here are the steps that you need to go. Yes. And so I just have found it so invaluable in my life that, again, I have felt the need to give back to others. I love the emphasis of Google will only take you so far. Uh, <laughs> Because it's so true. And, you know, it's funny because you know, I don't, I haven't told you this, but it's it's interesting. One of the things that I love about finding people that bring value to your life and it's friendships, the mentorship, you know, I, I see our relationship as being all of the above is also having those vulnerable moments. Like Mia and I, we, um, had a, a movie night <laughs> and, and my dog loves Mia. You guys know, I talk about Cooper loves Mia, um, is in love with her, like abandoned me and snuggled up on top of her and kicked me. And I was like, Tiny sir, I am the one that feeds you, but okay. At that point, she was feeding him, though, popcorn. That's a different story. Um, but, but we were able to talk about things that were honest and, and painful. Like, I was going through a really painful situation. And having that value of people that are going through what you are going through um, or have been through it or have a similar situation is so important and it's interesting because like you said, like when you don't have that background, you know, I, I am blessed. I do have, I shouldn't even say blessed. My family situation, I came from parents who went to college because that was their, they came from situations where, yes, their parents like went to schools, but it was a very, di- well, no, maybe not, but there was a very different situation, right? So it was kind of yeah. similar of like they didn't have, so they gave. For us, yeah. you know, though we have the background and they're going to school, multiple degrees, they gave us some of the push of setting up the foundation of our lives and not like immediately going into marriage and things like that. Not that that's a bad thing, but they saw a different path and direction for us. So it's all of those things. Like 
if you are missing, like if there's a deficit, how are you feeling that deficit so that you can build fulfillment in your own life? And it's understanding that that journey is multifaceted, is dynamic, and is not siloed. And so I, I love that perspective from you um, in, you know, letting the Google take you where it will, but really that personal interaction is so important. So, you know, we talk about fearlessly made you um, and not allowing fear to own you, but you owning your journey. And I'd love to know, you know, from your perspective, as you think about that, kind of two questions. Question one is, how do you see yourself living that fearless existence? So not letting fear own you. And how would you help others live that fearless existence? Yeah, for me, it's Living um, beyond the perceived limitations and the real limitations. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So for me, it's been that. Um, Even my own limitations, Mm -hmm. right? So I've been shattering the glass ceiling of my own life. Yes, girl. Challenging those limiting thoughts of my own life year after year after year and for me that is living a fearless life yeah right it is saying that I know this is what is ahead of me I know that this is a perceived barrier I know that this is a real barrier but I'm going anyway absolutely I'm gonna try it anyway I'm gonna do it anyway and that is the advice that I would give to someone yeah go for it yeah go for it I think the biggest um lie about fear is that you can't yes and it tells you and reminds you fear coupled with imposter syndrome will just keep you stuck in a corner somewhere yes but if i live this life there's just so much life to live and what i have learned and one of the things um in my leadership training they said you go as far as you can see i love that there You'll see even further. Yes, I love that. I saw because it's like you see the horizon, and then you're like, "But there's more." I yeah. love that. Ooh, me a girl. You think about like climbing yes. the mountain, and then you climb, and it's like all I can see is the top. But then when you get to the top, guess what? There's like this huge, just even much more vast than you can ever imagine. It's yes. So you can see more. So I think about that all the time in my life, and I notice the. The more I step out, the more it comes to me. Yep. And then you step out again, and then the more it comes. And so it's a lie. Like, yeah. there's just such a lie. Yep. And I always just want to scream that from the mountaintop. Yes. Just try. Just go for it. Just do it anyway. Yeah. With the fear, with the tears, with the trembling. With the sweat underneath your armpits, go for it anyway. <laughs> yes. I, we're at church right now, y'all. If you didn't know, <laughs> Pastor Mia is preaching a sermon. And uh, we, we're going to say a nice little amen. <laughs> Girl, that's so true, though. I love it. Girl, it's and this is why, Fearlessly Made You Crew, this is why I wanted y'all to get the pleasure and opportunity to really spend time with Mia because that passion, that vulnerability, that honesty, it's so important for all of us to understand and connect to. And so in understanding that too, though, you have your own personal development and journey that you're on. 
you have your corporate world, you have your performance coaching world. And, you know, I know you have so many things that you're continuing to drive towards. What does that balance look like for you? And I know balance is so different for everyone. So I never say finding balance or work-life blend or any of that. It's just balance. Like, what does balance look like for you? Yeah, I love that question because um, it's different, right, by day, by week. And what I have learned about myself and my body um, is I honor how I feel. I'm very aware how I feel in my body. And so I know when I'm mentally tired. I know when I'm physically tired. And so I take the routes accordingly. Um, some, Some weeks are just high volume weeks and I'm just going for it. But then I honor it by resting. Um, and so there are times, um, it's not many, but I will, if I'm on vacation, I'm on vacation. Mm-hmm. When I clock out, I'm, I'm clocked out, right? Um, I, I'm not checking my phone and things like that. And so I honor my schedule. I'm a very, um, let's see, I, I'm a very organized person. I'm yes. And so I live by my schedule. Yep. And so I schedule rent. <laughs> what you have to do. You have to schedule it. It's not, it has to be intentional. Cause that's what I, when I hear you say that, and Mia is so good at this. The intentionality is so good. Like you're intentional about, no, no, I'm, this is my time. I'm intentional yeah. about what that means. And I think that's so important. And I honor that. Right. So for me, I have learned to create boundaries for myself, even to the point of, and I love it now because my friends know and um, family knows. So my friend texts me on Sunday, like, I know this is your rest day, <laughs> but we're going to brunch near your home. And so we want to know if you want to come. And I say, thank you so much for thinking of me. But no, I don't want to come. Um, Sunday is my rest day. Yep. So that is something that I've set up um, that I do try to just kind of honor in um, a space for me. And so I literally can schedule everything from Monday to Friday. I try to keep Saturdays light and Sundays even lighter. Yeah. So that's kind of how I try to balance out my week and just even um, my days. I love that because we could easily continue to work, do all the things, uh, you know, till we're dead in the ground, which I hate to say that so morbidly, but it's true. And I think if nothing else, the past couple of years has taught us, it is not worth it. You have to really focus on what's going to be worth it for you, what's going to bring you value. You know, I was telling Mia, um, and some of you may also have this, I'll be very vulnerable. Um, You know, I have already from a family history, high blood pressure, period. Um, And so just a family dynamic. I work out eight to 10 hours a week. I was, you know, a bodybuilder. I was, you know, I'm now a cycle instructor, but I will, I just am predisposed to high blood pressure. So already that on top of me being a stress-oriented person. I was telling you, I walked into a doctor's appointment a couple days ago and my blood pressure was like 156 over 96. So I'm being real honest and real vulnerable. For those of you that are nurses that are like, we need to call her right now. I am okay. I am fine. They literally put me in timeout. They made me sit still for five minutes, no phone, no anything. And it was completely normal after that. And it was my reminder to myself because I had to ask myself, when did you stop? When did you give yourself space? Because I've started doing this thing. Cooper and I will have breakfast together. Doesn't matter what day. Like I block it out on my calendar. We'll have breakfast together. And we'll spend 30 minutes with him just sitting there waiting for me to drop him food. And and we'll have breakfast together. But it's that intentionality of this is my space. And I need to set it for that balance. And I love that you've got that intentionality as well. Yeah. um, It's just so important. I realize that 
I just was not, I am better for everyone involved when I prioritize me. Absolutely. I love that. And I have to learn that the hard way, but by hard way, I just mean, you know, you just circumstances were coming up and I'm like, why do I keep running on E or why don't I have, why, why am I not as sharp? You know, why can't I move, you know, like I typically can. And it's just because I was not giving myself time to refuel and to rebalance. And so I've definitely put that boundary in place. I love it. Well, you know, Mia, I think that is actually a really cool way to kind of close our time together. And I think what I want you to do, though, is when you say I prioritize me, I think that's such a powerful statement. It's such a powerful thing to share with the Fearlessly Made You crew. So hearing how you provide balance, what's your, like, nugget of wisdom? Um, You know, as we've talked about your journey, as we've talked about, you know, you finding the advocacy you need for yourself, the mentorship you need for yourself, you know, having your family background and wonderful dynamic, but knowing that, you didn't have the background of people to help get you into this next phase of your journey, so you had to find them. And then now being in this space where you're like, now that I know the direction I need to go, I also need to make sure I'm still prioritizing me, still finding that balance. And so seeing that journey, honoring that journey, admiring that journey, what nuggets of wisdom do you have for our Fearlessly Made You crew team members who are like, that's the journey that that I, I see for myself too. Like, what wisdom would you share with them? I always say... Um and this is what I've told many because many come to me and they say they're, you know, they're stuck and or they want this direction, but not sure. So I always say pause mm-hmm. and really think about what it is that makes you happy. Yeah, that's good. What really makes you happy that um, doesn't feel like that you can get up? And do every single day yeah. and not think twice about it. That you do naturally and that you do well. Yes. And think through that and see how you, where you are in life and how you can align more and more with that place. Yes. I love that. Mia, thank you for not only living down the street from me, uh, but also... <laughs> But for being (laughs) on Fearlessly Made You, I am always inspired by you. And I know every single member of our Fearlessly Made You crew is also inspired by you. Thank you so much, my friend. I appreciate you so much for being on Fearlessly Made You. And for everyone, as always, stay tuned for the next episode of Fearlessly Made You. (music) 